Welcome to A Conscious Way Forward, a podcast about healing, reimagining leadership, and reinventing education. If you're a seeker, changemaker, or dreamer, you're in the right place. I'm your host, David K. Richards, and I'm on a mission to help individuals rise in consciousness and usher in a new paradigm of a more equitable and just global society. As an educator, founder and CEO, dadpreneur, coach, and ambassador for change, I share my conscious journey through real, raw, and relatable stories while engaging in conversations with a diverse group of guests. I discuss timeless wisdom teachings and how they've helped me navigate life, leadership, parenting, and heal my traumatic childhood wounds. If you're ready to come home to your soul's purpose, co-create a more equitable world, dream, act, and heal forward together, then please continue to listen. Hey, everyone. I love this episode, not only because I get to talk about education, which is what I love dearly, but I get to think about it and look at it and share it with you from the perspective as a dad. As you'll hear in this episode, I have a six-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old son. And in doing the distance home learning combination, hybrid COVID schooling, it's really been quite an experience. And just from observing them, I just feel like we cannot go back to that old factory model routine that we all know so well. My kids are so much more alive. They're so much more connected. They're creating things. They're self-directing and they find learning interesting. So this is what the future of education needs. And we've been given this gift and in some ways a curse (laughs) to really figure out what we need to do to move forward with our education system. And there's multiple infinite possibilities that we can follow. So to all the parents, conscious leaders, anyone who's ever been a student, whoever's been at a school, (laughs) that's pretty much all of you, Let's redefine what learning and schooling really means. Hello, everyone. My last couple talks were about the coronavirus, COVID-19, as we all know it, and also the moment that we're in and how we've shifted from the old order to the new order. But today I moved to talk to you about school and education which is my bailiwick, which is my industry, my expertise, a place that I've spent the last 20 years as a teacher, a principal, an assistant teacher, an assistant principal, an executive director, assistant superintendent, a founder and CEO. I've seen it all angles. I've worked in private schools, internationally. I've worked in traditional public urban schools. I've worked in suburban public schools. I've worked in suburban charter schools. I've worked in urban charter schools. I mean, I've seen the innovative schools. I spent the last five years opening my own innovative public charter school in Sacramento, California, Growth Public Schools. And the two years I was planning for that school, I traveled the country and visited schools, the most innovative schools I could find. So I've seen this issue from multiple angles. My own children who are six and nine attend the school that I founded and created, that I designed from scratch. And we're now in year three. My children are in third grade. and first grade. And COVID-19. Wow. So we just recently found here in California that pretty much all the schools will be closed for the rest of the school year. We've been closed since about mid-March. So we're talking like four to five months until our kids will be back in school again. And this is an unprecedented historical moment. In my lifetime at 45 years old, I don't know of a time when schools have been closed for this long, at least across the globe or across the country, maybe in specific regions, but it's never happened. And so 
I want to take this moment to ask people to think about, to feel, and observe what it's like in this moment with our kids. Now, it's hard. It's really hard. And all the work I've done with Conscious Parenting and Dr. Shafali and as an educator doesn't make it much easier. It's still really hard. But what I'll say is the light bulb that's gone off for me is that this moment, we have a few choices. We can see it as pain and suffering and a lot of things falling apart. And that is an opportunity to birth and grow and build and create the new earth, the new things, the new world, the new systems, the new institutions. Or we can wait for this moment to go back to normal. Okay, and I've talked about how there is no going back to normal. This is it. It's a new world. So obviously, you know which choice I think we should go with, which is we should think about this moment as an opportunity to birth something new. And I think with our school system, we have been given the most difficult thing and the biggest gift all wrapped into one because of COVID-19. So we've been given the opportunity to observe our children at home all day, every day. It's not homeschooling, right? Because homeschooling is, you've chosen to do that. You have social outings. You've set it all up. There are structures. This is not homeschooling. Let's be clear. This is also not distance learning or online learning because that is set up. You choose it. You're on independent study. You go to an online charter, whatever. Nobody knows what this is. We can't even call it a name. Okay. It's forced schooling. I don't know. We don't even have a name for it. It's so new, but it's an opportunity. And so I really think this opportunity that I'm asking everyone to take, whether you're a parent or not, 55 million, I've heard 44 million, 50, a lot of kids, millions of kids are home right now. And there's a lot of things that are missing out from the school system, but there's a lot of opportunities here. So I would ask if you're a parent, which I know many of you are, that you observe your children and you see what's working for them, what's not working for them. You start to put your thinking and your mind onto what could be the new version of school that is being birthed. My dear teacher, Dr. Shafali, shared about something in the oven right now. When you make a cake, the cake batter is like really messy and it's all mixed up and it doesn't look great. That's where we are right now. But it's in the oven. You put it in the oven and something beautiful is being born and baked. And when it comes out, it's going to be this beautiful cake. So we're in that transformation period. And I really want people to think about how we can rethink our school system now that we're home with our kids and now that we have this huge pause. And, you know, for me as a parent, as a dad, as an educator who has, like I said, a formally trained I have a teaching credential and a master's degree from Stanford University. It's one of the best ed schools, right? I've gotten the training in the system. Someone who's tried to reform the system as a charter school leader and also worked within the system in traditional public schools and district schools and also working at small private schools. Anyway, I've already said that, but I have all angles. And I want to share actually from that hat, but also from the hat as a dad. So as a dad, here's what I've observed. In the school that I created, the first three days when my kids were home and they're different, they're different. There's two of them. One's different. They're all, every child is different. My daughter was like, I got to follow the schedule. My son was like, I need to follow the schedule. By day three, neither of them were following the schedule. Now, what I started noticing is my own feeling and internal landscape, my inner game was starting to appreciate what was unfolding. 
what was happening. And I started observing that maybe we didn't need to follow all the routines script by script, schedule by schedule, minute by minute. Because remember, the school system that we operate in is set on a factory model, on a timetable. High schools have 42-minute schedules, okay? <laughs> like elementary schools and middle schools typically do 45 minutes of reading, 45 minutes of math, 45 minutes of fill in the blank, right? So we see learning as a segmented act. It just happens eight to three, right? That's what learning is. My kids are helping me see that that's not the way it needs to be. I know that intuitively. I know that as an educator and as someone who's trying to reimagine schooling for all kids, I can see it in my home. By day three, my son was writing long stories. My daughter was baking things with my wife. They were talking about math. They were talking about, I mean, the school I built is all about project-based learning. Well, the project-based learning is everywhere in this household right now. And so I want you to observe that. Every moment you're with your child, even if you're tired or stressed out, we all are, I want you to think about what are the moments where you can talk about cooking? What's involved there? What about going in the backyard? What about going down the street? But whatever it is, hopefully you can, you know, get outside at least and walk around the block. But what are the moments and the opportunities that you can share about what is learning? Because my children showed me that they thought learning was actually eight to three and 45 minute timescales. That's what they've been conditioned to believe. That's what we all believe. That's not what the future needs. And that's not what our kids need. Our kids are creative. They're curious. They're full of love. They're intuitive. And we built a system that was built over 100 years ago that worked at the time. And it's not what we need anymore. And so my own children are showing me what I intuitively know, which is that we need to really take this moment and this opportunity to rethink what we call school and learning. And now what our days look like is the kids have a schedule that they're making, right? With our guidance, the teacher's role is to facilitate and guide, not to mandate, but to actually say, here are the boundaries. Here's the container, just like good parents, right? Just like good leaders. And they're doing things that are very interesting to them. And they're alive. They're fully alive. They're in their creativity. They're trusting their intuition. They're doing all the things that I try and do every single day at the school I created. And I want every child to experience in this world, not just in this country. I want every child to have a school where they can be creative, autonomous, and have the ability to trust their inner guidance, which is what we condition out of them. My kids are showing me it's been beautiful. It's been super hard. But what I'm really thinking about is I've never watched Downton Abbey, but all my friends told me I should watch it. And with all this time, really, we don't have that much time. I'm with two kids 24-7. Who are you kidding? But after they're asleep, I just need to watch something on Netflix. And I can't watch the news anymore. I'm staying informed, but I'm not watching the news around the clock. So I'm watching Downtown Abbey, and I'm in season two, and World War I has just ended. And as a former history teacher, I obviously am really interested in this. And what I'm seeing is that now that the war is over, people are saying, we can never go back. It's a new world. And that's how I feel about this moment. It's global sacrifice. We can never go back. The new world is here. We're in a different space. And, you know, our war will be over, hopefully at some point. And that's when we have the opportunity to start to birth these new ideas, these new places. So what I really, really encourage you guys to do, please, 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 in the midst of all the difficulties, 
parenting is exhausting. The joy and the pain are right next to each other when you're a parent or just in life. But I, I want you to really think about what if my kids could be in a place where everybody saw them the way you saw them. Everybody saw them as these bright lights waiting to learn, waiting to engage in curious activities. What if we could create a system that allows us to actually meet kids where they're at, that allows us to give them enough autonomy that's developmentally appropriate? I always say, what if Maria Montessori had created the education system that's in most of the Western world? What if Maria Montessori had won? And we have self-directed learners all over the place. You know, I'm not a Montessori educator, but I think there's a lot of beautiful things to it. But it's the closest thing I can find. And she was 100 years ahead of her time because this is what we need in our schools. We need a place where kids can be self-directed, where they can use their creative, create things, make things, where they can learn communication skills, creativity, empathy, connect with others, social, emotional learning. And I'm seeing in this little tiny one-room schoolhouse that is my house, how the kids are responding to that. So please observe your children. Please take the moment to realize that this is a massive, massive opportunity. Because when will you have this much time to connect with your children ever again? I don't know. I'm feeling pretty strongly that I don't know if I can go back to this old world of the grind and the outsourcing my children. And so I'm rethinking what's going to be born in this new era. And I've been feeling this for a long time. I just found a blog post that I wrote in October and I put it up on my website and then I kind of shifted to more of a leadership focus instead of education. So I took it down on davidkrichards.com, but I just found it. And I'm sitting here thinking, wow, I called for a heart and learner centered education revolution, a conscious education revolution with a focus on heart and learner centered schools. And the heart center is exactly what I'm talking about. It's connecting. It's allowing children to be intuitive. It's allowing children to teach them to trust themselves, to follow their inner guidance. And that's where we're going. Like I talked about in my leadership videos, it's going to be an inner game, trusting your intuition and not always looking for these external outcomes, external validation. And the learner centered is what I'm talking about with Montessori and those types of schools that allow kids to within the right structure, you just switch the structures. It's not that you just have these open, free flowing where there's not structures. You just switch the structures from these top-down hierarchical factory model structures and systems to a system and structure that allows a child to navigate through the classroom or through the learning on their own. So here's what I want to close. Think about learning as every second of every day. You don't just learn when you go to work from nine to five. You don't just say, oh, I'm not going to learn that podcast today. It's 501. I don't learn anymore. (laughs) So think about learning happening everywhere. Instill that in your children. Think about the places where learning is happening in every single conversation you're having and every single thing you're building, making, taking apart. Think of all the things. And if you're stressed about the assignments, give yourself a little break. You know your child best. Some might need a little more of the academics right now. Some need it less, but like give yourself a break and connect, connect, connect with your child. Social emotional learning is a whole thing in a school, but when you're with your kid, it's your kid. So connect, connect with your child. And if you don't have a child at home, get on Zoom with them, connect, 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 connect. So let's connect with our children now. Release the fear that they're going to be behind. There is no behind where we are, we are right now. This is the as is, this is the moment. And be centered, be in the moment with them and take this opportunity to let them know that They're going to create the future. 
And it's not about going back to the old ways, lockstep, exactly the way we used to do it. So this is our opportunity with them to co-create this beautiful future. We're looking at the mess we've co-created right now as a society. And we have this amazing opportunity to birth something new, beautiful. My deepest passion and my deepest hope is that we will take this opportunity to reinvent our school system one school at a time, one program at a time, one person at a time. One is a million. So on that note, thank you for listening. And we're going to close up. Thanks again for taking the time to tune in. We have such an exciting opportunity in this moment to redefine our education system. And I hope that I inspired something in you that helps you see some other possibilities. Anyone has a kid in their life or kids, start thinking about ways you can incorporate learning into every conversation. Please remember that school is eight to three, but learning is every day and every moment of this thing called life. All right, have a great week and I cannot wait for our next episode.